From the 305 to the 303, welcome to TCSP. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Brian and the Casually Serious Band. Short but sweet. We got yeah. in there and got out, right? Oh, just, just, uh, just some crazy high techy stuff. It made you feel like you were in the in the uh, in the newsroom, if you will. The uh, the map of the world. We're all over the place, Ken. Man, we're really really big in Israel right now. I don't know if you knew that. I've huge been, in Israel. Been seeing that. That's crazy. That's, uh, that's yeah. I like it though. I like it. You know. Hi, Israel. Yes, yes, indeed. Shalom and all those beautiful things. And how uh, hello to everybody else. We got a few people on the line right now. Not um, from Israel. Maybe. I don't oh, know. Oh, comment. If you're oh. from Israel, comment. If you're from wherever the hell you're from, comment. We want to hear people talk. Or if your we name do... is Israel, we would definitely like you to join the show. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. Jump in if your name is Israel. We, uh, we're we a little pissed off today, man. And, oh, uh, we are... no, no. Don't say that. Come right, on. Look, I'm, I'm really, I think really, you, really... you have a little more of the bitterness going on right now, I think, maybe, than me. But, yeah. I'm so I'm so happy Simon chimed in. I almost hey, I could have I, I could have baited. I guess I baited him in there, but it's been a while since I've seen Simon. It has been a little while, and all of a sudden the Israel thing comes up, and bam, our Israeli is here. Let's be clear, really quick, as to why it's been a while. It certainly has not been our fans that it has been a while. It has no. been us, and more 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 accurately, myself. Um, myself and my wife have been going through. A uh, huge life change right now, and um, it's caused me to just not be able to do the show a few nights. So we've missed a couple of weeks. Regardless, we're back right now. And uh, and as far as we're concerned, um, humankind is pretty shitty right now, man. I know. Look, I'm not going to go on a tangent right now, right now. All I'm saying right now is if you expect to jump right into now. the real estate market right in order to find a place to live <laughs> and you don't think you're going to be swimming with the fucking sharks just because you're a nice person that wants to find a nice home just get that out of your brain right now man homes right now are like adult crack so i want you to go into this situation knowing that you are going to be undercut by people who have a lot and a lot and a lot of expendable money so that that extra twenty-five thousand dollars will break you but not somebody else it's a tough thing right now the real problem is the owners of the houses know it and they are not they're taking their time with answers they're being they're they're misleading. They're saying one thing, and then when it's time to close, they're doing another. And that is really in line with what we're talking about today: the decline of human decency. Um, I have been seeing it for a while. I I really assumed coming out of the other end of COVID, it would have been a little bit different, man. I, I and I feel like somehow, some way, because of all of the things that were happening during COVID. Um, I feel like things have gotten just a little bit crazier, man, and people have just become a little bit less decent. And by that, I don't mean showing um, them, themselves in public, uh, you know, that kind of <laughs> Well, that's a, that's a different type of decency. Yeah, that's that's just that doesn't happen either. By the way, so, it's, uh, there's a lot of cameras everywhere. You get caught nowadays. Regardless, people are <laughs> people are pretty shitty. Um, but let's say hello to a couple of people. Simon, hello. And yes, you are Israeli straight up. I know you served in the army there. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's great to see you as usual. Tammy says, booyah, a very, very Gen X thing to say at this point, because I believe it was very, it was huge in like 89. And uh, I'm loving that you keep that around. It's not even a joke, by the way. Booyah, I use almost, almost by daily. So uh, uh, thank you Every for dropping that out there. That's awesome. Stefan, good to see hey, you. Good to see everybody popping. Seriously, everybody coming and saying hello. So, sorry, sorry we've been away for a bit. We apologize. We'll try to get back on track now. We, I, I have a, I have another really close friend, uh, and and at the uh, the Built Different group, that's uh, having a little bit of an issue right now. Um, we all know him. I'm not going to drop names or anything like that, but I, I haven't heard from him, so I'm just assuming he's having an issue. Um, but uh, you know, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping some other people are not falling a victim to uh, human indecency, man. But uh, what's going on on your end, man? What's what's got you lit up about the the decline of human decency? Well, I mean, you know, when I suggested this topic, it wasn't a hundred percent because I feel like, you know, the, 
maybe the degradation of human decency, but I, I guess we see a little bit more now because like you mentioned with COVID and coming out of COVID, we're seeing more people that are now interacting again that haven't interacted in a little while and yeah. uh, maybe maybe forgot, <laughs> some, forgot some of their manners at home or something where we're just starting to get to where we're seeing some you know really crazy stuff in the news and these stories about what people are doing and how we're treating each other um, yeah. it, which you know it's it's obviously negative and it's sad to see but i don't necessarily look at that and say okay you know human decency in general is in the toilet um it's more so where are the people that are out there that still have it? Because there, there's a reason that this is happening. You know, when we were younger and they would talk about, oh, what's happened to the kids? And, you know, they're not kind anymore. They're not compassionate anymore. And then they would find things to blame it on. So back then I feel like, you know, music was a big thing, you know, and they're, that music, it's devil music and all this stuff and you know, a lot of <laughs> rock, especially stuff I listen to. So I, I get it. I mean, that, that I took a lot of offense to that. And of course it made me just want to listen to it more and get those yeah. albums more. And Hell yeah. that's of course the way it always worked. Right. So now Thank you, PMRC. Right. <laughs> so now we're in a different generation, obviously, and there's new, reasons as to why maybe the older generations are looking at the younger generations and saying what's happening here now or vice versa even <laughs> to be honest with you looking at yeah. us the younger guys going what are these these guys doing but a lot of it i think actually stems from from social media and uh, just the in general having smartphones like we do and, and not even just fully social media just what we're tied to now because we've got so much of this me 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 going on and everybody's interested only in themselves. And so now when something happens, like put ourselves in a situation where we're on the street and we witness a car accident and there's a car accident right in front of us and people need our help. But what are we doing? We're reaching for our phone and we're trying to, we're trying to record it because we want to record. We want to see how many people can look at our recording and see, Oh my God, look, my, my, my recording's gone viral. We're not worried about that human. There, there's a human in that car that that's injured and might need your help. But we're no longer interested in that. We're more interested in, yeah. let me record this. Let me get this for me. Because what else are you getting it for? Are, are you recording it because you think you're going to want to watch that later? <laughs> yeah, you, and then you, the, the people who are recording you, it, they want to have nothing to do with the court proceedings afterwards, by the right, way. So they're going to be like, fuck that. Even right. though most of their video could probably be great admissible evidence. Um, no, I, I, you're right on that one. If there's, you see a crime I happening, I get it there's things that you can do to record some that might actually help the police in this situation. So I understand that, but that's not where I'm going with this. No, that's and that's not where they're going with that either. Right. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. But, but it's, it's serious. Like where did we get away from understanding with human decency that I think a part of that is compassion and you're going to immediately think, okay, somebody's in a car accident. Somebody's hurt. I mean, yeah. we just, a good friend of mine, we were just driving recently, uh, yeah, whatever, it was a few weeks ago, and, and we saw a car accident right in front of us, a pretty major car accident. And in my mind, my only I thought was, where can I get off the road and go make sure those people are okay? Because it was a hard hit. And we both jumped out of the truck and we each went to one car. We had to literally rip the doors open to try to get to these people, which were both, thank God, okay. But there was a yeah. pretty major accident. And, it, and so I think about stuff like this and I'm what Never in a moment in my mind that I think that I needed to start taking pictures or videotaping anything, anything like that at all. That That's yeah. the kind of stuff that I think I'm a little bothered by. I mean, you know, common decency, just common decency, which I would call even maybe basic decency, just saying yes. what the most basics would be, would be if you see somebody with a bunch of packages, you're going to go hold a door open, right? I mean, that's just basic, right? You're not just going to walk by somebody in that kind of situation, but you see it. You see it. Like people do it all the time, and and you wonder with these folks, you know, what what what's what are they thinking? That they saw that person, <laughs> they walked right by that person, and had no interest in helping whatsoever. And and these are the types of things that I think I see that frustrate me because when I do see the random acts of kindness, I, I love that. And I live in Miami, all right. We're not known for the kind of city, so it's harder for me to see them. But what, but they are here. And I love to see that kind of stuff. So it does still exist, which is what I was trying to get to the point of that. It's not all about gloom and doom with this topic today, but it is a way for us to try to discuss a little bit more about where we are as a society and, and maybe why a little bit to how you know, these things are happening. And especially some of these more serious incidents that we're seeing um, all over the place, obviously, especially in the air. Folks, we got about 16 of us online right now. 
Um, some of us are checking uh, checking us out for my Cultivating with the Cannabis Cowboy page. A lot of people in the Built Different group. Thank you so much, BDG oh, Network, everybody. What's going on? Thank you, guys. Uh, about five or six from, this, from the Casually Serious uh, Facebook site. So go ahead in the comments section right now. Tell us where you think humanity has been sort of falling short when it comes to decency. And I'm telling you that that can really cover anything from how they talk to you on the phone all the way to how they act in, in traffic. And, and, and Ken, man, I'm going to say on, on behalf of humanity, and I know that in, in my relationship, I'm usually the pessimist, and my wife is definitely the optimist, which is why we go so well together. But I'm going to play the optimist in this one and say, at least for the, for the most part, I think, I, think, I think most people really want to help out. And I think if they can, they will. Um, and I don't want to get too dark and too shitty on some of the younger folk, but I think that we have already trained the younger folk to be this way. It's not like they didn't give a shit when they were kids and they had their cameras in front of, you know, they were very, they're probably, they were probably very caring as children, but this society right now is very cinematic. And it's like you said, it's all about the cell phones and the reason why, uh, you get coverage of people in these shitty situations is because one or two people are going to have to film that. And they might be people from a distance that are not going to help out or anything like that. They're just going to get the footage. But they know if they're that one person, even though they're not going to go there and help to get that footage, they might get monetized. You know, somebody might hook them up with money for the footage, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, it's I think most people want to help, but a lot of times they don't. And and it does it does very much stem from a, from that me, me, me personality. And and everyone's looking to, you know, try and, and to try and, you know, show how they are and, you know, go go for self and all that good shit, which I think, you know, sometimes people take that, um, be selfish and, and do, do, do for yourself thing a little bit too far, but, um, you know, everyone wants possession of, of, of everything and not sharing. And, you know, overall, I just think, like you said, uh, decency has just kind of fallen to the side, man. And, uh, I don't expect it anymore. I think when I see it, it makes me super friggin' happy. Uh, when, when, you know, and when I was down visiting you in Miami, dude, not one time that I noticed anybody at all being rude. They were, you know, they were being pretty cool for the most part. I don't think we were out in public too much, but the times we were, we right. were, uh, I thought it was pretty cool. And I actually am like that naturally. So people I, I were feeding say, off of that. Right. And, and honestly, living, living down here, as I have my entire life, I have to say that COVID has brought out something different in the city and in a positive way, I got to say, truthfully. That's pretty sweet. Because... And especially down here in Miami-Dade, because we do have a, you know, a, a kind of a progressive thinking mayor, let's just say that. So she was kind of kept us under mask orders. And, and for the most part, Dade County is very well vaccinated. So this area kind of, I felt did things right, believe it or not. And yeah. ultimately got to the point where we were ready to kind of come back out and did so in a manner where we were kind of happy to see each other. So it's, it's been different. I got to say, I don't know how long that lasts. <laughs> I'm sure it'll all go back to craziness. The other thing here is the weather has changed. We're out of summer where everybody's angry. So the weather's yeah. cool. I got the doors open right now. I mean, it is beautiful down here. So that helps change the mood a little bit too, um, because that anger side is the other thing I think that goes with, with decency, because when people, you know, like what we're seeing with, people reacting on, on planes and, and the mask orders or all that other kind of stuff. You know, that kind of anger is generally just something that's displaced from something else happening in people's lives, right? So, yeah. you know, are we are we generally looking at these people and saying, what is wrong with this, let's say, individual person? Why would this person do what they did? Well, a lot of times there there is reasons for it. And in some cases, there's remorse. You know, there was an incident in Miami International Airport. I know there's a lot of them, but there was one <laughs> that, that happened like two hours after I had left that same exact terminal, the same spot where I was in. I read about it when I got to, it was to Colorado, actually. It happened there where there was uh, some guy came in screaming and yelling. He wanted to fight all these people. He's all mad at the, you know, the agents because they wouldn't let him uh, get a, you know, a different spot on the plane or some stuff. He had to get people out to pin him down. He was pushing other people, all this stuff. Turned out, I mean, that was a, a veteran that was dealing with a situation with his meds that he was off of, and he he didn't use any violence that actually hurt anybody, and that man could have. And it would seriously, when you read the story, you're like, here it is, another one of these things. But there was a reason behind that, you know, and it's not, again, an excusable behavior, but it's still something that, you know, I think a lot of people need to be able to read into. And this goes back to the media, just kind of immediately putting the stuff out there. 
and, yeah. and just shoving this 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 stuff in our face all the time you know because when there is that person that goes over and helps that person in the car accident or holds the door for the person that's carrying the packages that's not on you know that's not on the news <laughs> nobody right. really cares about that that that's that's might be something that just makes you smile and you're just like you you feel good about that you're like man there there's a good person that's good to see but you know that's not that's not newsworthy what's newsworthy is when we do that evil shit and when yeah. we start getting angry and we start causing some kind of commotion and we have a way to be able to watch something and say and take sides and let's say let's let's point fingers at this person now because of what they've done and 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 take sides on situations that really there should be no sides taken on it's generally just yeah. a, a matter of decency and how we're going to listen to people and talk to people and what's up Vic? And I think that that's something that we need to see a little bit more of. We need to see more people just kind of listening and communicating a little bit more instead of just imposing their own selves on people. And like you were saying with the me, me, me thing, again, it is a lot of that. And that comes back to compassion, understanding, empathy, you know, being able to look at somebody, talk to somebody and listen to somebody more than yeah. anything else when you know that they're having a problem or some sort of issue, being able to listen critically and then get to a conversation where you can be constructive about trying to help people. That's something that I think is a part of human decency that's still missing here. Hey, Andrew. Yeah, 100%. 100%, man. Victor, what's up? Andrew, what's up? Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with Shedrick. You, you make a great point. Shedrick says the only thing we can do is when we see fallacies in society, simply uh, act and set the example for others, which is a great thing. It's one of those things I was going to, I'm actually going to touch on that in one second. Uh, DJ Bear pointed something out. He saw a PBS special maybe six months ago. Prior to 1969, the most common used words in print were us, we, ours. And since then, I, me, mine. It was an interesting story. And let me just take a quick stab real quick, Mr. Bayer, and ask you if it had something to do with pride for America and being an American being massively widespread in America, meaning during that time up to 1969, before things sort of sort of started cracking, I'm guessing a society was really sort of military run, America run, pro-America, and everyone, it was all us, us, us fighting against a insert whatever foreign country you were trying to murder at the time. But regardless, um, I think that's probably something that has to do. That's just a guess. But I, I believe that that probably did come from uh, the unity part, which I'm still cool with. Again, uh, we did need to come together during those wars and all that. I'm not yes. making fun of that shit. Please don't think that. Um, but that's probably what it had to do with. We don't give up. But it's those kind anymore. of it's those kind of things though that bring us together too, because you know yeah. we always. It, it seems like America just always wants to be able to choose sides, whether it's yeah. political sides. Or whether it's going to be something like that, where we're where it's against we're fighting Russia, we're fighting China, we have somebody with some kind of an enemy somewhere over there. It, now we're fighting each other because now it, it, it's exactly what our enemies want. It's they're divide and conquer. I mean, it's the oldest adage, and it's and we're doing it. The United States is absolutely. I know this is a topic for a different show, but at the end of the day, it is what's happening in this country. That division is yeah. is making us a much much weaker society than we once once were. And the sad part of it is, is that there's so much commonality, so much common ground between the two quote unquote sides here that the, the stuff that keeps everyone apart, it, it's it's ridiculous. And I think yeah. the majority of America is kind of caught in the middle of this kind of extremism on both sides. That yeah, we don't all buy into that shit. Right. And it again, it generates that me the media uh, to start churning this out again, because that's what produces the news is the loud noise on both ends, which again, still does play into our topic tonight, not to stray of human decency, because a lot of that happens in those cases, you know, immediately a masker and an unmasker or whatever, it immediately gets political. So that yes. rage turns into something much more if it is one of those situations, which we're seeing a ton of. So, you know, this doesn't need to become something where we have to now choose sides. And I got to say, yeah, man, I, I agree to that guy. Why does that guy have to wear that mask in there? He's, he's fully vaccinated, you know, because this county in this state says that's okay. But if you're in this county, in this state, well, you can't do that. So now you're going to travel. Well, they're not going to let you go there or you're going to need to deal with these things. I mean, that's part of what we're dealing with in society. And the way I look at it personally, my little belief, I'm a science guy, I guess, is I'm good with all of that because I look at it this way. This virus, just like any virus, spreads the way it does. Someday we're going to have a virus that's going to kill everything it touches. Everything. Birds out of the sky, 
cattle and fields. Everything it touches dies because that's very possible. And then everyone's going to take it a lot more seriously. And we're going to try to appreciate what we had with coronavirus. It's not killing everyone, killing a lot, but not everyone. And we could learn what you're supposed to do and why science really matters. Now, again, that's an, opinion. that's an opinion. I can have people out there, maybe even right now, that are, ah, this guy, da, da, da. but you know what? That's my opinion. And I feel like we should be looking at this as something that in the future could become something much bigger and being able to know what to do, what works, what doesn't work is a very important thing. So you take what you want from that at the end of the day. You know, we get past this corona thing, quote unquote, past it. We can start to, you know, maybe just get that, you know, just like anything else. We all have a short memory. It all starts to go. And maybe we yeah. can start to unite again a little bit under something. But of course we won't because it's going to be another presidential election. And we're all going to hate each other. And again, the common decency is out the window right there because of politics. You know, that's that just has to stop. I, I have my political beliefs and I, I'm very strong and into it. And, and some people aren't. And I get that. And I'm always willing to have discussions and, and have good, respectful discussions with people. And I have. I have tons of friends on all sides of the political <laughs> spectrum. And, and some of them hate me. And some of them love to have the conversations. But at the end of the day, I respect everyone. Because politics is politics. And you have the right to be involved in it or not. You have the right to vote for who you want to vote for. So there's nothing else to it beyond that. But again, having respect for somebody and understanding that they have that right, regardless if you believe in what they believe or not, shouldn't make us divide us in such a manner that we are split in, in this way. And it's such an angry split, you know, amongst our amongst Americans, like we're all going to be shoulder to shoulder defending this country if it's attacked from, you know, anybody. So why, why are we got to fight with each other now? It just just helps everybody else. Indeed. That's my right. I'm, I'm about to get triggered right now by Angela Durant <laughs> over here. Angela, I think, is writing something that's going to, I didn't even look at it, uh, and I know it's going to pop up here. Yep, there it is. Oh, there so, the entitlement, especially in retail and customer service, has really skyrocketed. Sadly, the ones who complain and disrespect tend to get their way, while others who just accept the way it is end up getting less. Mm -hmm. I wish we would quit giving in to them, making them realize that they are no more special than anyone else. That's beautiful. This is beautiful. That <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been in food service my most of my entire adult life for 35 years. Um, I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. Right now, Victor, by the way, you don't need to censor yourself on this show. We're all adults here. Um, <laughs> and if you hear me, you if you hear me reading like I just read this quote right here from Angela Durant, if you hear me doing that, that's because on Spotify we are audio only right now. So um, I need to make sure everyone can hear what's going on. Right. DJ says it's hard to unite without compromise. And that uh, and that's a huge sure. statement, too, because right. now, really, what you don't want to do is you don't want to get, you know, you don't want to shit on your own brand, right? So everyone's got this brand. And I remember when my good friend BG came to me a while ago and said, hey, you need to run with what you do, the, this cannabis stuff that you do, the the growing, the knowledge that you have, get it out there. I started, I, I was my first time jumping into that world. Someone who's our age, a Gen Xer, it didn't really gel with me right away. Uh, it still doesn't feel 100% natural is what I'm trying to say, because we weren't born into it. We were born into being humble and keep your head down and don't put the camera on you. I mean, you always shy away from it, you know, and it's not that way anymore, man. And, and it's, that's the compromise that we have, that we have to deal with, whether we want to, you know, if we want people to listen to us, I mean, we definitely don't have to show our damn face, but we, we definitely need to be talking about something they want to hear. And we've right. held on to about 15 or 20 listeners and viewers right now this whole time. So I'm thinking that this is definitely something people want to talk about. Right. Uh, Angela's in there chiming in again. Thank you. Um, thank you so much. I'm glad you're digging our content. Um, I'm thinking maybe you're at on, on Build Different. If not, if you are, come check us out uh, and check our page on Facebook. Um, the Casually Serious Podcast, like that as well. Simon saying competition for resources is the problem. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, not, now you're getting now you're getting into something. That's, that's a whole other show once again. Okay, and you, and Simon. Even, and even talking about the compromise stuff. I mean, I agree with all of that, man. That's the whole thing, though. This is where I think we really get lost here is people like to grip onto these sides and these. And it's, it almost becomes like a football team. Like now we're rooting for our team. So I mean, you root for a football team, you root for them win or yeah. lose, right? Because you're a fan of the team, so it doesn't matter. 
But in politics, it really shouldn't be that way. Like if, if you're if you don't feel good about who you're back in the back, somebody else or back out completely yeah. and, and get to a point where you can feel a little more comfortable. When you talk compromise, compromise has to come from everyone. And I agree with that. It's it's hard to do any of this stuff without compromise. And this is yeah. why we're, we're in this purgatory that we're in in this country when it comes to politics that's fueling some of the some of that anger and some of that divide that I was talking about that we need to kind of get away from and, and just be able to agree to dis disagree, but try to do it with, with less hostility, with less anger, um, and, and just have a, a better understanding that we are still all Americans and we all do really truly love our country. I, I just can't get past the part that people feel like there's uh, unpatriotic people on one side or the other, or you're more patriotic one way or the other. This also yeah. fuels this kind of energy that sometimes becomes very negative. Um, and it pins people into a, into a spot where they're, they're being that cast that's being light, you know, lit onto them is not, is not correct. And we need to stop doing a lot of that. And I think that'll help, but all of it still comes back to what we are doing as a society and understanding our human decency and how we, you know, we get ourselves into different binds in our lives and we need help. And sometimes compassion is what's needed. And somebody with basic decency, you know, can see other people's plights and, and not take advantage and, and at least help if you can. And that again goes back to just basic decency and, and, and seeing that happen is an awesome thing, but it's not something that we see all the time. It's really not. And and I think each individual can add to that. And like somebody said earlier, somebody else can do something onto you to make them feel like you're 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 having this put onto you in a way that somebody's not showing decency towards you. Don't take that as emblematic uh, right, that that we don't have to do any of this stuff and that we have to then act this way to somebody else. Let that go and still be that person that is going yeah. to still show that right. Be that person no matter what. Whether you keep getting it thrown on you in a negative way, you got to continue to push that that story and that that you're going to continue to be that person that's going to show that common decency beyond what these other people are. Look, I'm not asking people to go out there and just you know be empathetic to every situation you see and go try to help the world. Just basic, basic, basic decency is what we need to see. Be able to see people say hello, smile, make eye contact, all of this kind of stuff. You know, this is this is where that comes back into play. And we can become, again, a society of people that are actually interacting with one another um, face to face versus doing it more so staring at a screen. And, and I know our society is becoming more like that. And Corona's oh, yeah. already put us into a spot where we're even more like that. I'm less like human that. interaction, a lot less human interaction. And to some in some situations, that's fine. But we can't get it to where we're losing that. And that we, we don't see anybody anymore. And we're not able to at least just ask someone how they're doing, say hello, make some eye contact with people, with strangers, and, and just be able to you know, again, get back to where we can have a better decency amongst ourselves to where society in general doesn't continue with this sort of maybe downward trend um, that we're seeing coming out of coronavirus and just back into the world, I guess. So here's a here's an exercise real quick. Let's throw this out here from from the Casually Series podcast to you. Um, I know that if you are living and breathing right now and you have uh, a, a thousand pounds of steel wrapped around you at any point in time, which is your car, uh, you have either been cut off or screwed up or somebody didn't know how to fucking merge or whatever your problem is with somebody else. In order for us to make this situation, especially on the road, just a little bit better, the one thing that we all lack is compassion for somebody else. Now, granted, somebody who's aggressive in traffic doesn't necessarily need compassion, but there may or may not be a reason why they're being aggressive and there may or may not be a reason why they are, are just usually aggressive. So what I would like for you to do is try this drill out next time you're in traffic. God forbid you're on the 826. Uh, if you're anywhere, anywhere in Dade County between the hours of 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Um, if you're in Denver, anywhere between four and six, four and seven. Or if you're um, in Atlanta at any hour of the day. <laughs> I want you the next time, and if this happens five times while you're driving, this would be the golden nugget. I want you to make an excuse for five people as to why they did what they did to you in traffic. <laughs> and I want you to make an excuse, and then I want you to fucking buy that. I want you to sell it to yourself and then eat it. I want you to buy it. That's a, it's something that I have to do now. 
I, I, I'm a caterer, so not only am I making all this food, I have to bring it to people. So in order for me not to get murdered in traffic, I needed to find a way to not get so pissed off that I lose my shit in traffic as a driver because it's just not healthy, dude. Everyone carries guns, especially in, in Colorado, definitely in Florida. Everyone's packing. They want to murder you because, like you said, they got a camera. So maybe they'll you'll be just shot on camera. I don't know. They don't care. So it's best to sort of de-escalate that. But I, I offer you, I want everyone a challenge to just try and make an excuse for up to five people in traffic the next time you're in traffic. Just make up, oh, that guy must, he, maybe he's got a pregnant wife. Uh, maybe it's, uh, maybe this out. person broke their arm. I don't know. There could be a million reasons. Maybe they're late because they, they were, they were helping out their friends in the special Olympics the night before and they slept in the alarm broke, whatever the case may be, make up a bunch of excuses for people. I want to see you guys do that because until that shit happens, there's no way any of this is going to get any better. We'll just be continuously talking about this shit because it, you can't empathize with people. There's no way that you're ever going to get past the selfishness of yourself. Because we're in this car going, I need to get from A to fucking B, or maybe A, B, C, D, E, F, G, whatever the case is. You don't give a shit about what that person in front, behind, and next to you is dealing with. But it's easy to do that. <laughs> it's easy when you're in a car to do that. You know, I've always right. made that point about those people that shoot across everybody to cut in and that merge, you know, and they're making that merge that much longer. Nobody would walk in a line in a grocery store and walk into somebody right in front of somebody, you know? that That's just. I, you have the car and you feel like, hey, I'm in here and nobody can see me. I do what I want to do. Yeah. Here, you know? Oh, wow. They might man. be pooping. They might be pooping their pants. That's a great excuse, too. I think that's a good one, Victor. I I, I appreciate that. Come I mean, but if, you, you if you've already with. pooped your pants at that point, I mean, what's the, why do you really need to rush? It's kind of well, already. I, I mean, it's I not still, fun, I think I but, still think there's urgency with, with defecation uh, in your own pants. I mean, if you, you, if you, you have get, to poop, if you have to poop, and you're trying to get to a toilet, then you go. All right. I so Angela, Angela's doing her best here to get uh, to trigger, trigger either of us as much as we can. <laughs> Empathy is very rare. Uh, I have two sons. They are now 22 and 27. Tried daily to teach them about it. To this day, I watch them exercise it, and I couldn't be more proud. They've always heard me say, "Treat them the way you would like to be treated." It's hard, but it's a must. And, and that's, that's that's the golden that's rule. You. I mean, right? I mean, that's the golden rule. That 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 is it. You know, treat others as you would want to be treated, and especially in a certain situation, it's not yeah. always about you know. Thanks, Victor. It's not always about having um, you know, somebody being able to teach you empathy when you can kind of have empathy is something that's learned. And certainly when you have a family yeah. that can help to make a, a, a young person understand what that is, I think is, is, a, is wonderful, first of all, to be able to do that. And I, in some cases, when I see people that I feel don't have that ability, I, I figure it's just something that's never been learned by them. It's never been taught to them. They've never had it to, to watch, to see. Um, and that's what a lot of this is, truthfully, is, is yeah. the way that People are raised in general, um, to, to, and then not only where they're raised by their family, but also what they deal with within their lives. Perfect timing with Simon with PTSD. Um, you know, there's something that occurs in a person's life, so they've been able to be this person that they've always been, and then something like that happens in their lives, whatever it may be, uh, you know, military or what, whatever, a, a major life event. And then it's hard to kind of come out of that and still be the person that you once were before. And there, there's a lot of different examples of this kind of stuff uh, that happen in people's lives. When you lose somebody very close to you, when when you're involved in a, in, 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 certainly military. I mean, when you see things, you see atrocities of any kind, you see and some, just a dead body in general, having certain things that you visualize that you just don't know how to necessarily comprehend in your mind uh, and if you don't handle those and deal with those things in the right way, you're, you're going to then have a whole different set of issues that you're going to need to deal with, much less than worrying about how you're going to be towards others. Because if you're not able to handle those things yourself, how are you going to be empathetic to someone else? How are you going to be able to be a kind of person that's going to want to go and help other people when you don't even have yourself right? It's harder to do that. I feel like generally people that are a little bit more comfortable with where they are and what they're dealing with. They're able to to maybe process that in a different way. And maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I I recently went through something pretty major in my life that's making me think I may not be the same way again. But I'm also um, dumb enough to know that I can learn a lot, <laughs> even at 47 years old, and and not think that I already know um, that this is the way I'm always going to be too. 
Um, right, because I don't, yeah. and, and none of us do until we deal with these things and we go through these things. But but to Angela and, and for, for what you've witnessed with your sons, I think that's awesome because that just helps breed that type of personality, which I think is something that we need to do more in the country in general. So so good for you and, and for your boys. I had one of our close friends uh, recently, maybe as close as early as about five, six months ago, say something to me on video chat. I, I know I've said it before that he was like, hey, man. It's like, Bobby, dude, you've changed since we were younger. And I was like, that's so. what the fuck you're supposed to do, man. I, I, said, so, man. I said, if I have it, man, then you should not be talking to me right now, dude. No, you'd be, you'd be flatlined. We'd all be dead, actually, if we were doing the same things we were doing from then. There are versions of me in my life that I can't even go back and be like, he's all right. Like, there are versions of me <laughs> where I'm like, fuck that fucking that guy. Bad. That one's like, bad. Gonna, that one's bad, but for a different, but it was fun, but it was bad, but it was okay. You deserve it. We didn't yeah. go to jail. Nobody died. That one was all right. Tammy says, uh, interesting. I do that sometimes. I think, you know, maybe that driver has a family emergency. <laughs> maybe they right. really do need to get somewhere fast. It cools me down right away. Thank you. I agree. Tammy. That's the kind I agree. of shit I'm talking about. But that's also the kind of stuff you could do if it happens in person as well. It doesn't have to be in a car. It could be somebody blowing out the out a door really you know they're supposed to open to let you in first you know all these kind of rules if someone just does something evil or doesn't say thank you when you hold the door open i hate that shit but maybe they're just their mind somewhere else you know like there's always reasons even when we're interacting with one another or when we try to be friendly to people and they do nothing back that happens a lot too okay you know no worries uh, i'll hold people, doors open for people that walk in and not say thank you i'll say thank you out loud obviously sarcastically like mm-hmm. hey you should have said it but i'll say it for you so whatever you, you know these kind of things um i think we just keep being the way we are and it really it really doesn't matter because we're going to eventually you know hit somebody where they're going to really appreciate not hit somebody but it's going to hit somebody. i was going to say <laughs> don't go it's happened a lot but it may hit someone that they're like oh look at this man somebody went out of their way to they saw that i was struggling with something here and they helped me and just that kind of random kindness is is a big part of i think um what we're talking about today and and that just kind of shift in 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 the social decency i would say more so than just a complete degradation degradation that degradation one. you got degradation i had to write the first time Tim. sorry thank you so much to the build different group and to everyone out there in the thank you guys. podcast facebook group for coming and hanging out you guys are definitely it's been a few us. weeks man i mean come on man <clears throat> we've been gone a little while missed this <clears throat> yeah let me ask you something and you you and your wonderful wife who have that 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 gorgeous little munchkin of yours do you act uh, I imagine having a kid in the car with you has to have you, it has to get you down to a point where you have to simmer down lower than if you were normally maybe by yourself. I know when you and I were driving for that short time, we were on the road, we, you know, we didn't interact a lot, but we did with like, you know, we, there were a lot, a lot of what the fuck's popping up. <laughs> I, I imagine that shit doesn't happen with the munchkin and, and that probably doesn't happen as a whole for parents. You probably have to taper off the. I mean, with me, you're, you're asking the wrong guy. I drive all day. I drive all day. So years ago, driving made me angry. And I realized that I can't do this. This is what I do for a living. I drive from job site to job site in Miami all day long. I can't do that. Like I can't, I I can't be angry because I see it every day. People are doing dumb stuff every single day. So (laughs) I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? Let me, let me flip this a little bit. Let me, let me change this around. So instead of the, "Ah, ah," the fingers and all that stuff and the horns and all that, there's never a horn. It's a lot of just smiling, a big thumbs up. Hey, man, that's a great move. That's a great move right there, buddy. And when they get mad at me, even a bigger smile, even a bigger thumbs up. I'll tell you what, it pisses them off a thousand times more than you getting angry because they want you to get angry. Should I just throw the thumbs up and a big smile? And how are you getting angry when you're smiling? I mean, you just, you really can't. So it's just better that way. You know, hey, you're going to do this, aren't you? Probably in Miami. Yeah, they're going to do stupid (laughs) stuff. Because that's totally. how they do it. They do dumb stuff, though. It's, you know, in New York, there's crazy drivers. But in New York, they're all going to go. They're all going to go. It's always go, 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 go. So it's actually not terrible if you understand how to drive in New York. They're always going. Where here, it's like, you know what I mean? They're very indecisive. They don't know what they're doing. They're terrible down here. It reminds me a lot. Travel the world. I've seen a lot of countries where drivers are like, oh, my God. And there's just every different direction. And Miami's one of the worst. (laughs) It is really bad down here. You see some crazy stuff every single day. So I've gotten to the point where I just laugh. I judge them. I'm like, oh, man, that's one of the best I've seen in a while. And, you know, we talk about it and come home. It's like dinner conversation. So driving and the silliness 
it's laughter, it's thumbs up. So with the kid, it's no problem because she's like, wow, what'd they do? I'm like, oh no, they just shot across five lanes of traffic at 82 miles an hour and then slowed yeah, down whatever. to 30 miles an hour before we were ending like, no, no big deal. This is what they do. But it's, uh, you know, it, it's part of living in Miami, but that's not something that I'm going to get angry anymore, man. Because again, yeah. I'm in that car all day and I'm just going to be angry all day. So I just take my time. I'm not, I don't really drive fast. I just, I just drive. Whatever everyone else we is both, doing, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> we both live in states where we can go home and relax and <laughs> yes. you know, do what we need to do in life and, and just not have to worry too much about. There's no reason. Uh, yeah, we, we want to make it home. I got serious Satellite, man. Yeah, I've got that Bob Marley channel. I got that Tom Petty channel. I got I got plenty of music to listen to to keep me happy. I think last time yeah, I was driving out with Jay in February, he told me, he goes, you know what? I actually got sick of Tom Petty driving around with you. <laughs> too much Tom. So there is such thing as too much Tom Petty. Just yeah, that he's got 87 <laughs> great songs. But if you hear him 20 <laughs> times each, it's probably. Yeah, I guess. What can I say? What can I say? Hey, just, Simon, just you've got, goes. maybe we can um, talk oh, about well, that on another, yeah. on another conversation. Yeah, that you would be another one. Like, I don't know what he's angry about. I'm pretty damn happy with it, man. I, I was going to say, I think. It's working good for me, man. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm not trying to piss you off here. I'm no, just saying, yeah. I think you should just be happy, Simon, that you have a medical marijuana program in Florida right now. Unless for Here's some reason I... they're not letting him have a card and we haven't heard what his situation is. If they're saying no to him, eh, maybe, maybe it's a reason to get pissed off. I get you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to act like I know exactly what's going to happen in Florida, but let me tell you exactly what happened in Denver, Colorado. Okay. Somewhere around 2000. Uh -oh. Our topics are switching a little bit here. I, I just want to say 2000, Stay with us. 2007, 2008, <laughs> people didn't know how to handle that business. So they started creating their own sort of business model. Everything eventually got regulated and then everything sort of became the norm. You're in a position right now in Florida where the, there's no norm just yet. It's eventually going right. to get normal. Once right. that gets normal, I think you're going to be okay. I am really upset with how Denver has handled their medical program because at this point, it doesn't really matter to them. They're making so much money recreationally that my laws and my ability to grow and make my have my own medicine uh, uh, as a medical patient is dwindling. So I'm pissed mm -hmm. there too. What and, do we got, Tammy? And, and look, Tammy we, we brought we brought all that up anyway because as we're talking about these things, this is a good way to chill. So that there you go. That was what the cannabis part of this was all for. And we're certainly not going to tell you to smoke and drive or imbibe and drive or oh, anything like that. No, but just no, know that no. in the back of your head, man, have have compassion for someone else and just get home so that you can chill. Just know <laughs> it's waiting for you. It's, it's waiting. I don't. For I, you. I, I haven't had it happen. <clears throat> I've never had it happen, but I imagine. That a burning hot bullet from a gun through your leg or stomach probably hurts. And like that would be way worse than just going home and being cool. You know, and, and, and not saying, getting you know, into a road rage incident. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Right. Right. Maybe that guy just I'll shot seven other people and he needs to get away. So just <laughs> yeah. let him do what he needs to do. Let him go. That's, right this way. Sir. I just gave you one of the five excuses you can make up <laughs> right good. fucking there. That's you can just one. you can send it back to me. That guy's gonna regardless. start shooting. At me. Anyone who's going to start shooting at you, definitely try to avoid as much as possible. Tammy's saying, I used to listen to books on tapes and podcasts when I drove to work downtown. Listen to the Casually Serious podcast. I was going to say, as long as you're listening yeah. to this podcast, then it's well worth it. But what if you're listening to another angry podcast and now you're in an angry driving town? Now you've just doubled your anger. So I guess it really just depends on what you're listening to. I've never tried this. Uh, I'm all about music and I have specific playlists automatically mm -hmm. that there's a very specific music I can listen to if I'm angry. And if I listen to it, it's going to probably chill me out really well. Right. So I have access to that music at all times. We were um, talking about that I think recently. It's important to do that. Right. We are talking about that music being attached to, you know, emotions, you know, and, and some right. people, some people, I know people that don't have that at all, man. They, they're that music uh, is just whatever it's background to them. They can have, deal with it or not, but, and none of it makes them emotional in any way or another. It's, it's amazing. Cause I am so emotionally attached to music. It's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, Mrs. Riley saying she does the same thing. She also has a sing along playlist that, is that just just and the put on a show thing. from time to time really in the car oh yeah for sure like in for the sure. car like she's jamming like if you drive by you're gonna be like check this chick out totally dude nice. i don't know if she, awesome. i don't think she has the windows down but i guarantee you dude if you <laughs> if you happen to be the guy or girl next to her you're like that fucking lady is enjoying that right there it's loving for sure. her life 
and, and again, person. it just that goes right there with the books on tape thing too, because if you have a way to distract yourself from what's going on around you, which is just right. absolute chaos and people driving fast, thousand pound things of steel at 80 miles an hour, your face at all times, you need to find a way to find your center in that. I, I usually Singing become like an, an NFL running back. I mean, who sings that's angry? Right, like you don't sing True. when you're angry. So, like singing is such a form of of happiness. It's a it's a great expression of happiness. So, how are you gonna? I don't know. I actually have mood swings that like literally on a second. I was just gonna say, how are you well, gonna go from that happy singing to what the hell are you just doing? But you know, and when you're trying, I can do it. So, yeah, it's possible. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Slipknot, so I can tell you exactly how fast <laughs> that can happen. Watch but, this, but, this like that. Yeah. Again, at the same time, though, like as long as you've got something that's gonna take you away from no matter what, I'm not telling you to lie to yourself. There are obvious assholes driving around you at all times. All right. I'm just saying there's look, dude, like the, it, you getting so pissed off at that person absolutely does nothing. And you could, you can definitely get in a dumbass car accident because you were angry. Like it's just not worth it, man. And if you're going to be selfish, at least be selfish about the fact that you're going to have to go to an auto body shop or you might accidentally kill somebody because you got fucking pissed off in traffic. Like, there's ways to handle it. And I, and it was one of my biggest problems most of my life, dude. Um, I had to find a way to, to cut that off, which is when I finally started having to drive a lot. Uh, you have to find a way to be one with the traffic. Obviously it's a case by case thing. So I can tell you to get five excuses for somebody, but that's not to say that 10 people aren't going to piss you off. You can say what the fuck you want to them. I'm just saying there's five times if you're in traffic, I want you to try to give them an excuse as to why and and don't give them repercussions don't do what i do tailgate them because they they uh, slow down in front of you when they uh when they got in front of you in traffic like that doesn't fall too hard in decency but maybe it does but i just think overall we've become so selfish that being decent is hard for a lot of people and we st we got stuck inside of our house for almost a full year and during that time, it was focus on yourself and everyone's Amazoning and getting everything for me, me, me and my packages. And then fucking videos about package thieves became a thing somehow. And it was just like, it was insane. Like, I thought we would come out of that like this big shell because the first time my wife and I got out, we were out paddle boarding and everyone was like, oh, it's so beautiful to be outside. Da, 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 da. But then this paranoia kind of sunk in again and everyone's kind of back to being indecent shitheads, man. And it's. It's hard to deal with, man. It's hard to deal with on a daily basis. It's hard to deal with what me and my wife are dealing with, with people who don't really care because um, for some people, homes are businesses. So uh, it, it really, the, everyone's kind of got the cutthroat attitude to, to everything now, like from like Care Bears all the way up to like pool games. You know what I mean? Like everyone's trying to kill you. And it's, it's, uh, it's mildly depressing if you let it get to you. That's true. Well, I mean, look, simple truth is that suffering is an inevitable part of our lives, of all of our lives. So we're all yes. going to be at this point at some point or another where we're going to be suffering in one way or another. I mean, we're carrying pain with us that we'll carry for our entire lives. But that, to me, doesn't mean that we should have to bother making it worse for each other because each of us are dealing with whatever those things might be and if we're all kind of a little more understanding of the fact that each of us are kind of bearing our own and dealing with our own situations as well, it can sometimes be easier to understand why someone's having a bad day. And yeah. the, day, the day that you're having may be very positive and things are going great. But, you know, maybe just a week or two earlier, you had a terrible day, too, <clears throat> where your head was down and you really weren't paying attention to what was going on around you. So quickly, you know, we look at these things and we make our own assumptions on how other people are and why they act the way that they act. But truthfully, a lot of this just has to do with what we're just dealing with day to day, all of us. And I think the quicker that each of us can understand that and, and, and let a few things go, not let some of these little things become bigger things because <laughs> they don't right. have to be what, whatever they are, whatever they are. And, and, and even speaking to politics, I know that's a big thing, but somebody's desire to think one way or another it's their own desire. So really to you, it's a little thing. So it, it shouldn't bother you that bad. It should just be that, hey, I don't agree with you. And we move on. Continue to be the person that you are and don't let somebody else 
make you feel worse, especially if it's not somebody that maybe you care that much about, you know, if you're listening to somebody you like on a podcast or something, but at the same time, you don't necessarily have to take their word as, as, as gospel, you know, and, and for each of us to have our own ideas of how we're going to perceive not only others that we meet and, you know, that we already know and, and others that we might just see on a daily basis, but it's the way that we portray ourselves as well. So that I think understanding is where people need to get to, to where we'll all do a little bit better about letting some of those things go when people do these indecencies onto us and, and understand that they're really not as personal as maybe maybe we think. The, the, the truth of the matter is this too, and you're fucking right. <clears throat> you're 100% right. And we, I think us as humans, um, especially Americans, uh, we don't like to concede a defeat in any manner of, of, of life. So we don't like to admit that every once in a while, we're a dick, you know, we're the dicks. Right. Um, today, I was a dick. Yesterday, I was a dick. Maybe when I was driving, I was a dick. Maybe when this person wanted to get to the elevator, I was a dick. Um, why is it that other people can't be the dick as well? Right. You know, why is it that only you get to be the dick? You know what I mean? And that and and that's to me, I think people sort of need to expand their worldview in that way. It's just the percentage of dickness that you are. You know? or, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could the what, I mean, yeah, dickiness yeah, yeah, can only yeah, go so far, dude. I mean, man, I some people make a fucking life dick. out of it. No, <laughs> Eventually, you know, something's got to give. But it's a good know, point, I, though. And you're right. Just give a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're you're going to have shitty days. It. it it's the, the like I said, the worldview. It's just so narrow for a lot of people. They don't realize it. And 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 I'm glad that Angela brought it up with the service industry. And Ken, you're in, you're directly in the service industry. You own a service industry. Mm -hmm. um, people are not awesome and sweet all the fucking time. At very least, they are when they're handing their cash over to you. But once it's in your possession, you've got a lot of shit to, to deal with. That and, is another uh, one, too. The way people change the minute money changes hands. Because, uh, yes. you know, our company is all about the free estimates. So I go out and talk to a ton of people, and they're the greatest. And we all love each other. But, man, the minute they write that check, it's just a whole different it. story. All it's of a sudden, they own you. And now you're, you're, you, have to, you have a whole new set of rules that you're, you know, it's no more coming in to have coffee and pet the dog anymore. It's when's yeah. the work done, you know? So, uh, but again, that, go, that goes into yeah, it goes into a whole different type of uh, monster there. But that does change people a little bit. Money is always going to be something that's going to uh, have an influence on how people are and how people act in so many ways in life. Some of it is just even I believe you, you don't even realize it. People people look at it as you know whether they call it hey I got to hustle or this is what I got to do to you know to take care of my family. You know, at the end of the day, that that is a very strong statement to make. Um, but how are you making that money is sometimes to be in question and sure. can, can, you know, and it's not, it's not a bad question depending on what you're doing sometimes, but at the end of the day, you got to feel good about it, uh, you know, really for it to work out. I say that because I've only done some things I probably shouldn't have done too. <laughs> and I feel made a great point. <laughs> Victor says some days you're the hammer and sometimes you're the nail. That's the truth. That's the that's truth. Damn truth. That some, is so uh, true. Oh, oh. A wise man once said, uh, some get the shit, some get the stain, some get the muscles, some get the brain. I think that's a quote from Everlast. Uh, it's the truth, man. And you got to realize that, you know, you get your you get you get dealt some shit during the day and you find a way to get out of it. Uh, get it out of you. I'm sorry. Uh, probably not in traffic is not the smart thing to do, but everyone has their ways of venting. Um, and everyone just has to realize, man, we're we're all doing we're all working our asses off, dude. Like we're not really. Uh, someone mentioned that we're not all very we're not special man our parents fucking lied to us dude about that you guys know that right like at this point you know that right like they fucking lied like we're, we're telling our kids them. that man come on yeah, we're lying we're special to though. them but we are not a special person okay but so they're not signing they're not... the paychecks anymore man <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely all in this shit together and we as americans bust our ass all the time dude we are constantly working our ass off and we want understanding and we and the only reason we would get pissed off is because we don't know why this person doesn't understand why they shouldn't be doing what the fuck they're doing. If we didn't right. have that, if we didn't care about that. We wouldn't really getting angry. We wouldn't be getting angry. But <clears throat> for people to not be decent, the very center of being polite, you know, holding holding the door open for, you know, a pregnant woman or someone or someone holding a kid is very, you know, it's all shit that we know it's in us. You have to make a conscious effort to sort of 
be a dick about it and ignore it. And it takes more, I think, to give in to be in that than it does to actually just be chill, man. You know what I mean? Let's, but it's you know, a way you got to do it too. And some people, it's it's hard because look, when you when you're angry, it's because some thought triggered that. Right. right. You're not you're if you're not an angry person every day of your life, then you're angry because there was a thought that just made that happen. Something got into your mind that just made you angry or something just happened in front of you that just made you angry. So you're now reacting to this and you're going to do so in this angry way. But yeah, the, what I think for me, at least that worked is just being able to, again, try to figure out how you deal with it, get past it as quickly as you can. And get your body back to a position to where you can be in a more positive, you know, uh, spot for you, whether it's a you know, deep breathing exercise or you just chill for a second, whatever you got to do for me. I'm a quick, I, I'm, let me just, let me, let me punch something real quick. Let me scream really loud. Let me just get it out real fast. Um, and sometimes it's a reaction uh, to somebody that I will have to apologize for later. Uh, but that's me. That, my, my anger thing is a quick reaction. And then it's a, all right, that all, none of that needed to happen. So um, you know, again, hitting something is usually nothing that hurts me anymore. I've, I've done that enough as a younger person. So um, <laughs> I, I don't I don't feel like I have that kind of rage that I had before because that anger kept going. I mean, like all day and the next day and I think it's 16 more years. But then it, it chilled finally. So it, it took time. It took time. But there still is a reaction that occurs from immediately hearing what it is that I need to be. And again, I don't get angry that easily. It generally has to be something pretty big. Yeah. I hope none of my employees are listening because they're like laughing right now. They're like, yeah, sure. But it's just, being, <laughs> it's just being able to handle it the right way and understanding that I, that's a good situation, actually, that I'm dealing with adults, you know, and there's a respect level that has to be there. Regardless, if you sign the checks, you don't sign the checks. You're up here, you're down here, you're their manager, you're not. None of that matters. These are humans, yeah. these are adults, and we all have to, you know, respect one another. That's something I always preach at my company all the time. That's all about respect uh, to one another with everything that we do. And I feel like that helps a lot to why, you know, really to why our company runs really well. We get a lot of positive responses in our reviews is because all of our guys know that we have the support, the communication, and the ability to work close with each other. So just within a small, you know, 20 person company, you know, we're able to show that, that this, this can work. And as we expand that out amongst our neighborhoods and our societies, we get back to those things like ethics and respect, honesty, integrity, the things that we all have to, we would expect from others onto us that we need to also portray outwardly. We can't just be commanding those things or expecting those things from people. We have to be willing to also exude those and provide those to other people in our lives. Yeah. Sometimes you're the dick and, and, <laughs> and there's other dicks around you, dude. You know what I mean? Like they're having shit days too, man. We are not all millionaires and even millionaires are dicks. Millionaires are some of the biggest dicks you might know in your <laughs> life, actually, dude, especially multi-millionaires and billionaires. Those fucking people do not become multi-billionaires being sweet dudes. Mm. It doesn't work that way. And, you know, there's a bit of dick that has to happen in life in that manner, I suppose. But us folks who are on the ground floor making the dicks richer, we need to realize that we just can't go around fucking each other, really. And I don't even want to get into this. I don't. I'm sorry. Dick in this, in this I know. I know. Today. I I apologize for all that. You do there, have some bitterness today. There Relax, are a lot man. of there's some dicks in the world, man. And I'm trying to. I'm doing my best to make sure that I punch them out too. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I'm glad we talked about this. We had a we had a buttload of people on. We had Thank at least you. 18, 19 hanging out with us. Thank you very 100. much. Hundred. That's 18, 1900 when we say that, by the way. <laughs> so not just 18 people. Come on, man. We're loaded with listeners. Most for, mostly from Facebook, which is crazy. Usually it's the other way around, but we got a lot of built different group. Thank you to everybody out in the BDG. Thank network. you guys. Thank you guys. Uh, much Appreciate love it. to BG and everybody out there. Uh, Casually Serious Podcast. Thank you for coming out and hanging with us on, on that part of the Facebook area. We've got at least one person on the Casually Serious Podcast YouTube channel, at least two people at my Cultivating with the Cannabis Cowboy channel. Uh, so go ahead and check those out. If you haven't subscribed, please do. So that way you can get um, you can get all of the uh, notifications whenever we go live or whenever we're about to go live. I'd like to say that we would give you a couple days in advance um, on the next topic, but it never freaking works that way. So uh, it's not going to we'll, happen we'll be from here. here on out. We'll be here. What do we got, Victor? Saying I've got copy. <laughs> oh, That's good. Man. We'll play on words. See what he did there. <laughs> yeah, I like that. He's just always That's... there, Victor. I love you, man. It was so good catching up with you when we did. 
Angela's saying this was awesome. I'm going to take this vibe to work with you. Thanks, tomorrow. Angela. Definitely. Appreciate you joining us. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hope to Depending see you, see you here long, next week. I don't know how long your commute is, but give a couple people an excuse and just keep rolling <laughs> on. And just, Absolutely. You know, look, look, look with it. Look what you got to do. Uh, just get to get to where you need to get to alive. That's really be what the, you got to do. Be the do. positive in the day. Simon, there's thank no you. positive around you. Be that positive yourself. There you go. That's the, that's the best One thing you can do. Ladies really and gentlemen, really thank cheesy. you for coming. <laughs> I like it, the cheese, as my friend uh, Cal would say. That's fine. Thank you so much for that's coming awesome. and hanging out with us tonight, guys uh, and gals. And, and real quick, uh, and real quick, we just passed uh, um, just before All Hollows Bob's birthday. So happy birthday to you too, brother. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, Devil's Night, if you will, uh -huh. uh, was my birthday, and I got I got a little bit later on in forty, so that's pretty thing. badass. It's a beautiful yeah, we thing. Don't need to, we don't need to get in the numbers game. I'll, hey, I'll no matter. I just numbers. wanted to wish you a happy birthday on the podcast. Thank you so, so much. I appreciate it. I love Halloween. I love everything. As I've been saying lately, if Kiss was my childhood, then Slipknot is my adulthood. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us on the Casually Serious Podcast for myself and Ken Man over here. Thank you so much and uh, be well to each other. Thank you, guys.